Welcome everybody to the Scurs Boys podcast. It's Grayson Waller. And I'm William Cruz, and welcome to the first episode. We're glad to have you listening, for better or worse. Um, we're going to be talking about NFL fantasy football yep. today. Stardom, sit'em, waivers, everything you can think about. Number one fantasy football podcast. We're like a better version of the fantasy footballers because we have actual good picks and good ideas. Agreed. All right. Uh, I think we should start with the uh, the starts of the week. What do you think? Uh, at quarterback, I got Jay Herbo against the Titans. Interesting. Why so you, tell me, tell me why. Justin Herbert had 33 passing attempts, 228 passing yards, passing touchdown, and one receiving, uh, one rushing touchdown against the Miami Dolphins defense. Okay. And the Titans defense had four sacks, interception, fumble against the Saints. They allowed 16 points, but they also allowed 303 passing yards. Ooh. And Justin Herbert's ball security is far better than Derek Carr, way better quarterback. I believe Justin Herbert and their offense is 10 times better than the Saints offense. That's that's fair enough. Uh, and he did do that against a semi-decent Dolphins defense. The yeah, Titans, yeah. I just don't see him as one of the top middle pack defenses there i i agree i think that's a good pick uh for mine i have uh anthony richardson the rookie in indy and he's going against houston this week and last week uh he went 24 for 37 uh he had 223 yards in the air touchdown a pick uh but i think most importantly he had 10 carries and in fantasy, quarterbacks, obviously you want them to throw in the air, but a rushing quarterback is pretty dangerous. Lamar was Lamar dangerous. Jackson, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was dangerous. Kyler Murray was dangerous. And I think with that 10 carries, he was the leading rusher in that Colts offense. Not only is he your passing guy, but he's also your rushing guy. Now, people are maybe worried about his ankle, I think he's going to bounce back. I don't think it should be a problem. We already know that he's going to throw and he's going to run. And only having one pick and one touchdown last week, I think that he can probably get a solid two or three. He might get – he'll probably get another pick. He's a rookie. Let's let's keep it 100. But, but who do they play this week? They play Houston. Oh, then – Houston's I, defense. I really like that pick. Not great. Their secondary, not great. I think he's going to put up some dangerous numbers this week. I like that pick. So you want to move on to running back? Uh, I'd love to. Uh, for my running back pick, I have James Conner of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, he's going up against the New York Giants this week. He had 14 carries, and if you watch the Cardinals game, it was clear that he is the main running back in a running-focused offense. Dobbs was lackluster at best to say the least uh he had 132 yards and he's a pocket qb and run heavy offense there were a lot of end arounds you can tell they dumbed down their offense to make it more simpler there were josh dobbs there were a lot of end arounds and pocket bubble screens to rondale moore so he could be a weapon too but i just don't see how going against a giants defense I don't see how James Conner can't do well. And the, that Giants defense did allow 40 points to the Cowboys. Yeah. And Conner got about, I think it was 9.3 
points, and he didn't have a touchdown. So I expect to see at least one against a defense that just let up 40 points. So that's my running back pick for the week. Um, for my running back pick, I got Ramondre Stevenson against okay. Miami Dolphins. He did only have 12 rushes for 25 yards, but did have six receptions for 64 yards. And this Miami defense run game got destroyed by Joshua Kelly and Austin Eckler in week one. Um, they did have three sacks, and they, but they did allow 34 points. You look at that Dolphins defense, you would think they're better. They have Jalen Phillips. Their, de- their defense on paper isn't bad, but Ramondre Stevenson, I would say, is one of the better running backs. Yeah. I guess... My and he main, does have the receiving and running upside. My main concern with that is uh, the play of Mac Jones. I mean, we saw that Mac Jones is comfortable throwing the football. He had over 50 he pass is. attempts. So do you think that'll play a factor into the run offense this week? No, because you need the run game to set up the pass game. and They're keen on the pass game. The run game is going to be wide open. And he was very involved in the pass game. Six receptions for 64 yards. Fair enough. That by itself is not a bad. No, no, and not by any means. He's bound. He didn't get a touchdown, but he's bound to get a touchdown. He's bound to get a touchdown. Kanye once said. <laughs> but I, I think Ron, Ramondre Stevenson definitely get touch, gets a touchdown, at least 50 rushing yards. Probably calm down in the passing receptions. I'd probably shoot for two or three for like 25 yards. Yeah. So he'll get you around like 15 fantasy that, points. That's a good start. You can't complain too much about that, especially with the weeks some people had. I know a buddy of mine in a fantasy league put up about 67 points in a 10-man, so... He did. That might be a little bit of a struggle. Uh, do you want to start off your uh, wide receiver set? Uh, or start? My, um, my start for wide receiver is Chris Godwin of the Bucks. Okay. Um, he had five catches for 51 yards last week, and he's going against a very lackluster Bears defense, which allowed... 32 points, 245 passing yards, and three passing touchdowns against the Packers. And this book's wide receiving core is probably one of the best duos. So it's going to be – and they have Baker Mayfield, so it's going to be a lot of passing. And mm-hmm. this Bears secondary is not ideal, not one of the best. And Chris Godwin is in the slot a lot, so I favor that with – a. A decent quarterback. Yeah. I'm a big Baker Mayfield you're, supporter. You're, you're a Baker believer. Yeah. All right. I, I kind of like that pick. Uh, I have the man who put up zero points last week. I have T. Higgins as my star. That hurts. Which that hurts. for some of you, is probably, like, the well, last thing. Let's go on record. Play. I did start him, and he got me zero points. But I do see the upside. He had eight targets, and I didn't catch one, so he's bound to... Yes, and that's exactly what happens. He had eight targets. Just because he didn't catch any of them does not mean that his target share isn't there. Now, if he keeps that target share, I don't see how Higgins can't put up big numbers this week. He's going against a hurt Ravens secondary. Marcus Williams is out, and Marlon Humphrey is still questionable to play, which I'm guessing he probably won't. In which case, both of their safety, their number one safety and their number one corners out, 
And so everyone's going to have to substitute and shift in. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be so focused on Jamar. Jamar, yeah. That T. Higgins will be a weapon for Joe Burrow, who I believe is going to have a bounce back game this week. <laughs> Joe Burrow did not play his best. He, he got the money and he didn't feel like playing again. So, mm-hmm. you know, I can't exactly blame him, but I still think that he will bounce back for all of the white women in the crowd. Those ladies do love Joe Burrow. They do love Joe Burrow. Joe Burr. Joe Burr. Joe Shiesty. Uh, I actually have uh, another wide receiver start. Go ahead. I'd like to go to. Uh, I have Zay Jones of the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is probably an interesting pick and probably someone that isn't owned in most leagues. But uh, Even over, you would put him over Christian Kirk that had a down week. And Calvin Ridley, who did go off in his I, return. I think so. I think even though Christian Kirk put up only three targets, I still think that he'll have a better week, but I don't think he'll have the week that zone, that Jones will. Uh, he had seven targets for 55 yards, and we've seen he got that touchdown in the red zone. We know that he can be a red zone mm-hmm. threat. I like that. And he's going against the Kansas City defense, which we already know has holes, even though Chris Jones may fill some of those I, up. I do think adding Chris Jones definitely makes him better in the pass game and the run game. Absolutely. I mean, he's a primetime player. those DBs of the Chiefs, young, not a lot of experience. I do like that Jag. The whole Jags receiving core, Mm -hmm. as it is, probably quality starts. Pick who you want. And with that, Trevor Lawrence as well. Because I I don't think the Jags win, but I think it's a close shootout game. Like you would say the playoffs last year? Yeah, yeah, kind of like the playoffs last year. That's That's a good way to put it. Uh, do you want to start off with your tight end, or uh, would you like? Yeah, me my to... tight end. I got Zach Ertz. Okay. So he had six receptions on ten targets. Did only have twenty-one yards, but definitely can. If you have six receptions, you're bound. Unless they're quick passes, you're gonna get more yards. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know the math conversion there, but <laughs> when you're getting reception, you're hoping for at least five or more yards. So. And we've shown that he can be a top-tier tight end yeah. in the past. Uh, have, also, having a mid-quarterback as a tight end that he can rely on, definitely mm. worth it. And if you watch the game, you know that he was relying on him much more than the stats mm-hmm. say. And plus three, you're going against the Giants' defense, Giants. which had 34 points allowed and 143 passing yards allowed against. So, definitely... I'm- a game not to watch but to pay attention for yeah, and i'm definitely a believer in uh the arizona cardinals to win at least one game this year this could so, be the game after that week one performance after by the a deflating week one performance this would be the game for them to win and the cardinals didn't look too bad against the commanders no no they didn't so defense played good i mean maybe that defense sets them up for a red zone target on a turnover real quick Touchdown, that gets you six points. Who knows? That's better than half of the tight ends almost every single week, unless you have <laughs> Travis Kelsey or Mark Andrews. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, right. out of the tight end spot, you're only looking for seven points normally, unless you have Travis Kelsey. Yeah. Uh, to uh, kind of build on that, I have the number one tight end of last week as my start. I have Hunter Henry of the New England Patriots. Uh, he's going against the Dolphins, which is – perhaps a little scary in the secondary 
But uh, he had six targets from Mac Jones, which we already, as we said, is going to be a pass-heavy offense. Um, he had 54 attempts, and I believe that he can be a number one threat because their number one wide receiver is Juju Smith-Schuster. And nothing against Smith-Schuster. I would disagree. I would say Kendrick Bourne's their number one wide receiver after week one. Fair enough. But even still, if your number one receivers are Juju and Bourne, there's got to be some tight end usage. Well, talking about the tight ends, they also do have Mike Gesicki. So do you think that Mike Gesicki will take away targets or... I don't think so. Looks. I think they. I think they're gonna like last week. They're gonna use Henry more in the pass game and Gesicki more in, in like a blocking natural tight end spot. Uh, and then for our defensive stream uh, of the week, I have the I have the Lions. So, I think that we saw what they did last week against the Chiefs, and we know that they can do well. And they're going against the Seahawks, and. I don't know how well Geno Smith is going to do mm-hmm. as a pocket QB against that heavy pass rush yeah. that they gave against the Chiefs last week. They did cause trouble for the offensive line for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. So I think you're going to get at least a couple of points just solely off of sacks. Mm-hmm. So that's my stream of the week. Um, I got the Browns. Okay. After that performance against what people would say one of the best offenses in the league, and they're coming to play the Steelers a team that performed terrible, I definitely like the Browns. Fair enough. Do you, do you believe Kenny Pickett is in a sophomore slump? After that week one, it's definitely possible. Those throws, one could compare him to Jeff Sims. <laughs> that's, that's a little low. Shout out to Jeff Sims if you're watching, though. Still love you. <laughs> All right. Um, sits for quarterbacks? Let's do quarterback sit of the week. Um, I got two. I got Kirk Cousins against the Eagles. Okay. That Eagles defense is way too good. But I would see a bounce back. I definitely see it, but having the second best wide receiver in the league after Tyree Kill on your team definitely helps your offense. A little bit. But that Eagles defense is scary. And then, like we were talking about, Geno Smith as a pocket passer against that Lions defense. Mm -hmm. He's going to have to be able to maneuver, probably get some rushing yards, Mm -hmm. prime Geno. But don't start those two quarterbacks. Just don't see any upside. Fair enough. Uh, personally, I have Jimmy G as my sit of the week. He's going against Buffalo, which had a, I don't want to say tragic, because that's kind of biased, but they had a heartbreaking loss mm-hmm. to the Jets. And even though Garoppolo had a lot of rush attempts, most of those were just get out of the pocket so I don't get sacked. Sacked, yeah. Because he's not generally considered a mobile quarterback. I would call him a game manager. He takes what's given and nothing more, nothing less. He had 26 attempts last week, and now he's going against a much stronger Buffalo defense and Buffalo team. And I do think the Raiders will rely on Josh Jacobs a lot this week. Yes. I mean, they do have one of the best wide receivers, Devontae Adams, but he'll be getting guarded by Tredavious White, so who knows how good that goes. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I still think Tay will do pretty well. I mean, he's a solid wide receiver one, but Trey Day's pretty good. So, <laughs> uh, Running backs, um, Javante Williams against the Commanders. Ooh. Um, after, I still think 
that injury's lingering, and they did use Samandre P. Ryan a lot also on the offense. So, and their coach um, Champagne did say they're going to ease him back into the offense. So I don't think week two they're just going to throw him right back into the fire. I'd still give him one more week, but after that, definitely a start almost every single week. Yeah. Uh, for mine, I have AJ Dillon versus Atlanta, which Atlanta is not a great defense by any means and some of you might question this but watching the Packers Bears game it's clear that Aaron Jones is still the primary mm-hmm. running back in Green Bay and he is going to take the but pass options Aaron Jones did Dylan. get a little hurt he did pull I'm still hamstring. not worried now I still think that even though he might be dealing with some mild injury I still think that He's kind of the guy to rely on. And Dylan, it might be more maybe like red zone, but not into like the final play. Yeah, so guy. it's either a hit or a miss with A.J. Dillon, I he's, would say. He's, he's more of a traditional yeah. running back. He's, in the sense. Once they're in that 15, 10 yards, they're going to pound him, see if he can break one to get into the end zone. Who knows? Could happen zero times. Could score three touchdowns doing that. It's just mm-hmm. you don't have any upside doing that. Yeah. Rather just sit them. Yeah. Now wide receivers, who do you have? Uh, I have Terry McLaurin. Uh, this week he's going against Denver, and last week he was going against uh, the Cardinals, and it was a close game all around, so pretty pass heavy, and he only got four targets against an Arizona secondary that hasn't been very great in recent history. Uh, but I think his the main concern with him is Sam Howell. Sam Howell did not play well. After all the offseason hype, I thought he would play at least decent. And going against an Arizona defense that was like mid-tier at best, I don't see how he can do much better against the Denver defense. So that's my sit of the week. Um, Let's go with Jordan Addison against the Eagles. Okay. Again, that Eagles defense so good. Mm-hmm. Um, he he did have a touchdown in week one. I'm pretty sure. I believe so. Yeah. But I think they're gonna lock him up. They have Darius Slay and uh, James Bradbury. So definitely probably the best cornerback duo. That defense is scary too. I don't think Kirk Cousins gonna have any time to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. So I just am fading almost every Viking unless your name's Justin Jefferson. <laughs> The second best wide receiver in the league, by the way. Sure. Who's the first, then? Tyreek Hill. Ah, uh, you Dolphins fan. There's a little bias there. Don't I lie. I know. He he did a he had a very explosive week one. Put up 39 and a half PPR. Dude cooked for like 200 receiving yards or something. Mm-hmm. Had like two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I believe he had the third most yards. It was a for crazy a season game. opener. I, I'm not saying that Chargers defense is good, but. It was, it was a very good game. We'll put yeah. it like that. Uh, how about tight end? Do you want to start or would you like me to? Uh, I'll start. Okay. Pat Fryermuth for the Steelers. Ooh. I am a big Fryermuth guy, but he did get hurt and while they were playing the 49ers. And against that Browns defense, that I'm a big Browns supporter on that defense. <laughs> that defense is pretty good. And... It's Fryermuth is not 
100%, I don't think he's worth a start, and I definitely don't think he'll be healthy enough to have the upside. But he is Kenny Pickett's, one of his favorite targets in the red zone. So, But Kenny Pickett did not play good. So No, 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 he did not. I don't see him drastically improving in one week to play a far superior Browns team. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had Fryermuth also on my sit board, mainly due to injury. I know he had that lingering injury, but uh, my sit of the week is Dalton Schultz. Um, he's going against Indianapolis, uh, but last week he only had four targets, and it was kind of clear to see that he was not the main target mm. for Stroud, and we know that he might struggle in that Texans offense a little bit, especially being a rookie. So I think from the tight end position, he's probably not the main focus yeah. for him. So that's my sit of the week. And then for my defensive sit of the week, I have the Cowboys, which is a little shocking. After, after that their, week one of After their 35-point yeah. performance, which is one of the highest defensive performances ever. Mm-hmm. But they went against the Giants. Let's keep in mind that they had two defensive touchdowns in the first quarter. Mm-hmm. So as one of those defense touchdowns, were you talking about that? Didn't they have a punt returner? No, no, no. That was – you're thinking about the Bills-Jets game. No, no. They had a kick return or something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch the game. <laughs> it, it wasn't watched – it wasn't worth watching was, after the first quarter. No, no, it really wasn't. Um, but they're also going against the Jets. Now, with Mr. With Mr. Zach Wilson, it might be a bit of a stretch, and it might sound scary to most people mm-hmm. since A-Rod was meant to be the guy mm-hmm. in New York. But he is still surrounded by so many weapons. You yeah. Garrett Wilson, you got Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to go... Alan Lazard isn't bad. No. And I think they're going to go pretty heavy offensively. And I just don't see how the Cowboys can repeat what they did. Yeah, it's hard to repeat in the NFL. Anybody can beat anybody any given day in the exactly. NFL. Uh, how about you? I got the Bengals versus the Ravens. Ooh, okay. Um, I think Lamar Jackson's going to make that Bengals defense look silly. Um, Lamar didn't run as much as he usually does. No, when he, he was played pretty, the Texans. He was pretty conservative. Yeah. All things considered. Well, as they lose J.K. Dobbins, I think there's definitely going to be more options. So, and Mark Andrews will probably play now, as he had to see it week one. So that's another threat mm-hmm. for the Ravens. And I just don't think that Bengals defense is all superior. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I think now waiver wires. we're going to move on to the waiver wire section. At quarterback, most of you guys probably already know this one, Jordan Love. Yep. Um, he had 245 yards, three touchdowns, and 12 rushing yards. And I think the, the best thing about Love is that there's so much upside. Last week he had a 123.2 QBR, mm-hmm. uh, and he's only rostered in – he's not rostered in that many – I think it said 13.5 on NFL Fantasy. NFL Fantasy, he's 13.5. ESPN, he's in 16. And Yahoo, he's in 32%. And relatively, he's got a pretty light schedule in the next coming weeks. 
He's got the Falcons, he's got the Saints, he's got the Lions, and he's got the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Which, no, other than the Lions, I'm not, not as a scared. quarterback, I'm not necessarily as scared as I should yeah. be. So I think with all the weapons that he has, he can do some damage yeah. as perhaps a super flex guy or... When I mean, you have Samori too, Ray, your offense is bound to be mm-hmm. great. And if you had Rodgers as your main QB... He could be a guy that you rely on because, let's be honest, you're probably a Packers fan. <laughs> yeah. But I think he had three touchdowns last week. I think he puts up at least somewhat similar numbers mm-hmm. in the next coming weeks. I think there's going to be more rushing yards also. Mm-hmm. Only, and I'm pretty sure all those were scrambles. Yep. He's pretty athletic, pretty fast. Maybe throw a few zone reads in there, read options. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you have for a running back? Uh, running back, we got Tyler Algier. And so Ooh. he's the uh, Atlanta running back. And so it might be a little scary. But week one, it was almost a 50-50, and they did. Both of them scored pretty good in fantasy. Mm-hmm. And they're clearly easing Robinson into the role. Yeah, they just um, don't want to throw him straight into the fire. Yeah, he had 15 carries, and he was more so the end zone guy. Mm-hmm. Uh and he's going this week against a Green Bay defense that probably has a little more questions coming in, even though the offense picked know. up the slack. I like that. They have players on that defense. Even though they picked up the slack, I don't know how they're going to do against a heavy run game. Yeah, definitely will get tired out by the fourth quarter. I agree. Uh, um, my running back, I got Kenneth Gainwell. Okay. Was the number one running back for the Eagles. Yep. Um, 54 rushing yards, 20 receiving yards, four receptions, only rostered in 26% on NFL Fantasy. Definitely worth a pickup for a flex or a running back, too. I don't disagree. I think he's got a lot of upside, and that Eagles offense is so elite that Mm -hmm. they're going to get Everybody's keen on A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, Jalen Hurts. You got it. Not focus on somebody. And it's, Everyone's eating on that yeah. team. So. Everyone's at the table. They have their own plate. All right. Uh, how about wide receiver? Who do you got? So I got Kendrick Bourne of the Patriots. Okay. As we were talking about, Mac Jones threw the ball a lot. Yes, yes, he did. Kendrick Bourne, so he's rostered in 1.1% on NFL Fantasy. Listen to these stats. Had 11 targets, caught six of them, mm-hmm. 64 yards for two touchdowns. I, the touchdowns may not be there every week, but the targets, the looks will be with that pass-heavy offense, as you can tell by week one. Mm-hmm. Uh, for my wide receiver, I got the story that no one expected. I have Puka Nakua of Who? the Los Angeles Rams. Exactly. Uh, he's rostered in less than 5% of leagues all around. All around. Uh, and he was the story of that offense. He had 15 targets and 119 yards. Mm-hmm. And even though he didn't pick up a touchdown, we know that he, in a sense, is Matthew Stafford's Cooper Cup Yeah. until Cooper Cup returns. So he easily is a dude with wide receiver, low wide receiver one upside yeah. that you can play comfortably in a flex spot in a 10 or a 12-man league. And if you have a heavy waiver – or if you're in a bid waiver type of league, he's easily a guy that you want to bid on because 
there's just so much natural upside that you can get with a man who gets a hundred or who gets fifteen targets. That is insane. So for tight end, I think we have the same dude. We do. Hayden Hurst. Yep. Uh, seven targets, five receptions, forty-one yards, and a touchdown. I would like to point out that one touchdown. What are you doing, man? Bryce's Bryce Young's first passing touchdown. You chucked that thing into the stands. <laughs> he he we, pulled a Pete Alonso. He did say he brought the they got the ball back, but what are you doing, man? It's it would, maybe a bad look. You know there might be probably, a little bit of bad. He blow. probably didn't realize he was just in the heat of moment as he was playing his former team, one of his mm-hmm. former teams. Yep. Uh, but overall, I think from that game, the pickup was there might be a little bumps, but Bryce Young overall looks. Like a good quarterback. Except those two interceptions. But we don't talk about that. We don't talk about that. But we've seen that Hayden Hurst can be a reliable target in the end zone. And he's only rostered in 12% of Yahoo Leagues, 5% at ESPN, and 16% in NFL. So I think that he could be a good pickup. So I got one more player, and he's, I would say he's a waiver slash um, flex. Because Steve Smith once said, should I put him in my flex? <laughs> um, Nico Collins of the Texans. Okay. Uh, they're number one wide receiver, in my opinion. He had um, six uh, catches at 11 targets for 80 yards. Okay. That's 11 points and a half PBR league right there. Yep. And that's pretty good. And he's only rostered in 34.6% of NFL Roster, so definitely worth a pickup if you're needing a flex or a wide receiver too. And I think that a lot of leagues play two, three wide receivers, mm-hmm. so there's always more options available. And Especially I think, if you have like Deontay Johnson who got hurt yep. or anybody else. And I mean, especially running backs, there are a lot of running backs that perhaps gone down. I know J.K. Mm-hmm. Dobbins was a big one, RIP. which was pretty tragic. Uh, especially coming off of last year. And especially if you have Mike Thomas, dude's mm-hmm. going to get hurt next week. Turf toe. He's going to sit for the next two seasons. So yeah, exactly. Might as well just worth be the pickup. Yeah. Uh, and then if you don't have him, maybe pick up Brian Robinson because he will not get hurt. Well, mm-hmm. he will, but he'll come back. Many men. Many men. <laughs> but overall, that's uh, kind of the outlook for week two. Uh, Do you have any um, locks or – Upsets, though, of week two? I do not. What do you think? I got lock. Interesting. You can count on the Miami Dolphins to beat the Patriots. Ever since two has gotten there, haven't lost to the Patriots yet. Tua owns Bill Belichick. And I don't see it stopping anytime soon. Are you willing to put some money where your mouth I is? I am willing to put money where my mouth is. Interesting. I love After that, that week one performance, I just... Don't see how the Dolphins can lose. One upset, I do see. That Rams-Seahawks game, week one, Rams didn't look too bad. You could see a little upset against the 49ers. If the 49ers take it a little easy after they destroyed week one, they could get a little complacent. Mm -hmm. But that could be an upset looking forward to. Uh, Personally... I think that a lock is going to be the Buffalo Bills against the Raiders. Now, if any of you saw the spread outline, 
The spread is 8.5, which is pretty hefty. Mm -hmm. But I think after what happened in week one, the Bills are coming for, for some revenge. And I think that Josh Allen has a back... A, he has a revenge game. A revenge... <laughs> I was looking for the word. Thank you, man. I, would, I don't know what I was saying. But I think he has a really good game. I think he has a bounce-back game. And I'd be worried about the Bills' offense. And I think there's so many questions about the Raiders' defense that I'm not so sure how they're going to put up with that offense, even though the spread is 8.5. I still got the Buffalo Bills. Um, not a big Bills guy as a Miami Dolphins fan, so I do hate everybody in the AFC East, but they will bounce back. Josh hey. Allen did not have the best weeks, but the Madden curse, who knows? Could who be knows? Madden curse. You would think he would have gotten injured before yeah. he would have played bad. But but. I, I think that's all from us I, for this week. I think so. Uh, please feel free. Actually, please do. <laughs> Come back uh, next week. We'll have a recap of what we got wrong, what, what we, we got, got right, right. Uh, what we need to perhaps overlook, and yeah. then your typical starts it waiver wire mm -hmm. picks. So overall, thanks for listening. And Skirboy's out. Skirboy's out.